Welcome back. Did you know that the executive director of the Massachusetts State Lottery is from the city of Quincy? Well, neither did I, but when I found out, I invited him to come on over and tell us a little bit about himself and about the lottery. Mark William Bracken did just that. Nice to meet you, Mr. Bracken. Likewise. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. A Quincy guy. Lifelong resident. Wow. Never left. No kidding. Yes. 44 years. Okay. And going strong. Yeah. <laughs> same ward, same precinct my entire life. Wow. And uh, your family, too, as I understand. Yeah, absolutely. So. My parents have lived here for close to 50 years. Wow. Okay, so you have deep roots in the city. Yeah. Uh, how'd you get involved with the lottery? So I've been uh, an employee of the Massachusetts State Treasury since 2011. Oh. I've worked in state government my whole life. Okay. Uh, directly out of law school back in 2004, I went to work for now Speaker Mariano. So I worked for uh, Speaker Mariano for almost six years did a year over in Governor Patrick's administration, and then when Steve Grossman became treasurer, he uh, invited me on to become the assistant treasurer for the Commonwealth and oversee the state's unclaimed property division. A lot of people know it as FindMassMoney.com. Yes. So I have done that, for, I did that for 11 years, and then a year and a half ago, uh, Treasurer Goldberg, um, who's now been in office for eight years, uh, Treasurer Goldberg uh, asked me to uh, come over to the state lottery and head it up as the executive director. So that's how I landed there. Okay. Oh, so actually you've been at it for a little bit now. So yes. Not, not that new. Yeah, were, yeah. So I served, served as an intern for about 14 okay. months and then uh, became the official executive director a few months ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very so, much. How's it been going? It's great. Yeah. I mean, we're breaking records. Okay. Um, all across the board. So it's, it's really working out for, I think, everyone. Could you give us a little history about the lottery in Massachusetts? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the legislature uh, actually uh, passed the law to initiate the lottery in 1971. Really? So last year we just celebrated our 50th anniversary because we sold, we did our first drawing in March of 1972. Okay. So we just, we just uh, finished up celebrating our uh, 50th anniversary, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so it started 1972. Uh, in 1974, a lot of people don't realize this, Massachusetts actually created the very first ever scratch ticket mm. for a lottery, and that was launched in 1974. Um, and then another thing to note, 1993, we were the very first state to ever launch Keno. Oh. Um, still to this day, we are the largest Keno state in the country. We do over a billion dollars a year in sales in Keno. Um, Massachusetts State Lottery is the most successful lottery in the country per capita and the second most successful lottery in the world, right behind Singapore. I was just going to ask what the first yeah, one was. Yeah, Singapore okay. is. Wow. So, and then Italy's right after us. Really? So, yeah. Um, two very strong lotteries. Um, so, you know, we kind of have a reputation across the country as being the premier lottery. Okay. Um, was it the first one in the country? Do you so, know? pretty much. So, it all depends. First, yeah. uh, first to get implemented third to do a draw it's, okay. everyone kind of fights over because a lot of there was, there was about a dozen states that all came on board within a 12 month period alright so one of the first yeah one, one of the first okay. um, we like to say we were the first because our law passed first but we weren't the first in actual operations so. gotcha okay um, so yeah so you know lottery I mean last fiscal year we broke all time records uh, fiscal year that just closed out first year ever we did over 6 billion dollars in sales that $6 billion in sales equates to $1.175 billion in profit. Wow. And when I say profit, we're not a private corporation. So when you're looking at profit at brick and mortar casinos, fantasy sports, online sports betting, all that profit goes directly to the company. Right. And the only thing the state realizes is the tax revenue from that, which is not a lot of money. I mean, sports betting, maybe we're talking if they hit $100 million in tax revenue this year. Our profit, that $1.175 billion, 
is all profit for the Commonwealth. 100%. And it all goes to municipalities. Right. Okay. Our, our entire profit goes to the 351 cities and towns throughout the Commonwealth. Okay. So, I mean, obviously there are operating expenses for the yep. lottery. You have a budget that you have to adhere to. You have employees you have to pay, mm -hmm. things of that nature. But anything after that goes right back. Yeah. So okay. we take, you know, our law is very clear on what it says. It says you take all your sales, you subtract out the prizes paid, you subtract out the overhead costs, and then everything else is profit. Okay. And I will say, in terms of our overhead costs, we have the smallest overhead cost of any lottery in the country. Wow. Um, I say that like I'm proud. I would <laughs> love more money to be able to spend so we could do some more interesting things. Um, but we're completely appropriated by the legislature. So the legislature decides how much it takes to run the lottery, and then they hand us the chunk of change, and we got to make good with that. Whereas okay. every other state. Um, basically, uh, you know, pays for, as a percentage of whatever their sales are. So That's they have it. some flexibility. We don't have a lot of flexibility, but again, we're doing something right because of our success. In terms of money going back to cities and towns this past year, how does that compare to years past? Uh, our, another record this year. Really? Um, highest, highest amount ever returned to the cities and towns. Um, our fiscal books, uh, even though the fiscal year closes at the end of the June, the books close uh, mid-September mm. uh, because they do all the financial accounting and just making sure everything's, everything's correct. But it looks like it's going to be $1.176 billion wow. in profit. Okay. Um, you know, we broke the billion, uh, I think it's three out of the last four years, we've had over a billion dollars in profit. So even during the, like, the pandemic years, if you will? Yeah, the, even during COVID. Really? Yeah, we had really strong showings. Okay. How do you determine how much money goes to each individual community? So luckily for us, we're not involved in that process. Oh. The legislature came up with, we'll call it an algorithm, an equation. It's uh, years ago. Uh, the Department of Revenue controls that equation, so it's set. The two biggest factors is a municipality, city or town's uh, population size and property value. Okay. But there are some other factors that go into that. And uh, literally, they, they take our chunk of change, they put it in the algorithm, and it spits out how much every city and town gets. I see. So if we're looking at the city of Quincy, yes, let's. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people might think, well, how much, how much do you actually get from the lottery? Yeah. Since 1972, since yeah. we started, because again, you got to remember, the profit has always gone to cities and towns since inception. Um, since 1972, the lottery has turned over $442 million to the city of Quincy. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, we've done uh, $32 billion across the entire state since 1972. So of that $32 billion, $442 million has come to the city in Quincy. So that's almost, you know pretty good chunk of change there for considering, you know, well, he's getting about one out of every seven dollars, you know. The annual budget for the city is like three hundred sixty-five yeah. million dollars. So, so yeah. uh, in recent years, we've been doing over twenty million dollars a year to the city of Quincy. Okay. FY 23, mm -hmm. $22.1 million <laughs> came over to the city of Quincy well. from the lottery. And are there any kind of earmarks as to what that money can be spent on by no, the communities? So no. The reason why the cities love this is because it's called unrestricted local aid. Okay. It's unrestricted government aid. So the cities and towns get to take this money and it's not earmarked, it's not set in a line item. The management structure of the city or town, because you know, some managers, some like us here in the city, we have a council. Mayor, mayor. city council, yeah. Um, they get to decide where to use that money. Okay. So it comes in handy. So maybe someone's building a school. You know, you hear from you know Waltham, the mayor just said, hey, we had uh, an eleven million dollar bill come in from the school, and they took the seven and a half million that they got from us last year hmm. to be able to put towards that bill. They use it for 
building schools, they use it for hiring police, first responders, teachers, fixing roads, doing parks. Mm. Um, if you were to ask the mayor or the city council, they'd be able to tell you what they use the money on. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's something, you know, I, if you remember, what was it, six years ago, we got that almost like 100 inches of sh snow oh, gosh, in yes. that winter. Yeah. Cities and towns blew through their snow and ice budget. Yes. Cities and towns had this money, and that's what they were using this money for, to okay. supplement the, snow, the, the sand and ice budget, um, the sand and um, plowing. salt yeah. and plowing budget. You know, so it, this, it's really a lifesaver for cities and towns, especially where cities and towns don't want to be raising property values, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so there's a vested interest on very many stakeholders, yeah. you know, and city and towns are not the only beneficiary. You know, in the city of Quincy, we have over 150 agents that sell our lottery products. So, you How know, many other in total do you know in the uh, state? Right now we're at around 7,600. Okay. Yeah, we were, we were a little bit over 8,000 pre-pandemic, but we lost, you know, about 400. Some small businesses. Um, small businesses, yeah. some restaurants closed down yeah. that were big, that were Keno agents and things like that. But we're picking up new agents every day. Okay. So, you know, obviously that's one of our goals is to expand our agent base. Yeah, how do you determine who can be an agent you and know, how does so that happen? Agents, we have a team that goes out to mm -hmm. try to like locate places that aren't typical agents to see if they're interested in agents. But pretty much, if you want to be an agent, you're coming to us. Oh, okay. You know that that's generally what we find mm -hmm. um, because let's face it, Lottery is one of the most recognizable brands in the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people know things like everyone knows what Amazon is, Google, but everyone knows what the lottery is. You might not play it, but everyone knows. That's right. It. Yeah. Um, you know, if you were to ask a hundred people, you know, do you know what the lottery is? Probably all hundred people are going to say yes. Uh, so for brand awareness, and everyone knows the benefits, you know, and our agents do get a benefit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, since, uh, since our inception, we've paid out over $8.5 billion in commissions and bonuses. B with a B. With a B, okay. since our inception. Yeah. So our agents get 5% on anything they sell. Okay. They get 1% on anything they cash. We also run uh, bonuses. Uh, we also run special promotions and bonuses where they qualify for additional commissions and bonuses. Um, and then on top of that, if they sell grand prizes, so if they sell a million dollar ticket, mm -hmm. um, and agents can only cash up to a ticket up to six hundred dollars in the store. Otherwise, then the person has to go to one of our seven, six regional offices. Yes. Um, if they sell any type of grand prize, you know, if they sell a million dollar ticket, they get a ten thousand dollar bonus. Hmm. Significant you know, for small business, for sure. Yeah. We sold, we had over, I think, over $200 million prizes last year. So we're talking, you know, lots of agents are getting these $10,000 bonuses yes. as well. Yeah. Is there any cost for the agent to be a, a lottery agent? Do they have to uh, uh, I say anything? no, but no. it's like $2 a month. This, oh. this, this, this okay. is, I mean, it's, it's, it's this minimal, uh, it's a technology tack fee. I, I, I can't. Yeah. yeah but no, I just know so, if they had so to pay for their no, like scratch tickets that they no. sell or machines hey, no, that they the, use. You know, here's no. the thing. Okay. It's, they don't even pay up front. Uh, everything's given to them on well, commission. Okay. So it's, you know, we put the product in their store, mm -hmm. they sell it, mm -hmm. um, and then after the book sells through, um, there's a couple, you know, triggers that happen, then they, then, then it gets swept right out of their account. Okay. Yeah, so. Is there any special training required to be a lottery agent? Uh, not necessarily. There is some, tr there is training. Um, it's not intense. Our machines are not difficult to use. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're push button. Um, well, now there's screens, but, <laughs> you know, and luckily we only have, there's only so many games you can play, right? right? We only have, you know, a handful of draw games. Um, so, no, we do have a training center both here in, uh, both in, uh, in Dorchester yep. at our headquarters and in Worcester for the okay. central part and western part of the state. And, you know, we bring agents in and they, get, they go through training, but it's a day training. And once, oh, okay. once you do it, you know what you're doing. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's only, you know, you press in the Powerwall button, how, much they, how many draws, how much. 
and it's Done. Go. Yeah. yeah so. And do you need to be, uh, is it 18 or older to? 18 or older to play. To play. Yes, okay. 18 or older to play. And we always stress that. Yes. And we always stress, you know, play responsibly. Right. You know, we see kind of, you know, it's kind of been an anomaly these last two years with all these billion dollar jackpots. Yes. Right? We have never seen that before. And it's not like the odds have changed. You know, the odds haven't changed in six, six years. Um, and they, when they changed, they didn't change that much. And, you know, you know, you, you see, you got all these people going out there and they think, you know, I always say just buy one to be in the, you know, to be in the chase. Because if you buy one and you buy a hundred, your odds aren't increasing by buying a hundred tickets. No, you have to buy know? them all really. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, the, and there are, there are other jackpot, you know, we hear stories and we're, because we're very close with our a national association with our colleagues across the country, right? So you hear stories where they'll have our in-state jackpot game is Megabucks, mm -hmm. right? Um, but other states have their own in-state mm -hmm. jackpot games. And, you know, you hear stories where their jackpot gets like really high, say at like $25 million, and someone will come in and buy 12 million combinations. Wow, really? And, yeah, so, you know, you, you kind of see this happen, you know, certain places. You really have to buy that many to really increase your chance. Right. So we always tell people to play responsibly. Sure. Um, play within your means. Um, yes, lottery, it is a gambling thing, but it's also entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is. People go out to bars and they sit there and they're having drinks and food or whatever, but they're playing Keno or they're playing Wheel of Luck, you know, on the monitors. Yeah. You know, so it's really, it's a form of entertainment as well. Sure. Um, will I be able to play the lottery online in Massachusetts someday, do you think? You know, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, obviously, Treasurer Goldberg for the last eight years has been pushing hard to bring online lottery. Um, you know, it has passed in previous sessions. It passed the Senate. Mm -hmm. The House never took it up. Mm -hmm. uh, this past summer, the year last summer, summer of 22, uh, Speaker Mariano included it in the House Economic Bill, um, and that didn't end up moving the Economic Bill. Uh, once again, Speaker Mariano included in this year's budget. Um, uh, the governor has come out in support of online lottery. Uh, the Senate. Not so much. Mm. So uh, it did not make the final version of the budget. It got left out during conference committee. So we're still pushing forward. We're still advocating for it. Okay. Um, you know, obviously everyone does everything online. Not everything, but everyone does pretty much everything online. Um, and we're just looking to compete with our competitors. You know, you can you can gamble online. You can play the horses online. You can sports bet online. Yes. Uh, yeah. Players should be able to. You know, we need to meet our players for where they are at. So, you know, there is a concern amongst the retailer base um, that if you do it online, the retailers aren't going to completely unfounded. Okay. You cannot show me one statistic. They, the, their group associations, the, the retailers associations, they cannot show one statistic in any state that has online lottery. Hmm. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Retail sales have increased at a faster pace in states that have online lottery than in states that don't. Because really? what happens is, is there's this, econ there's this uh, ecosystem that gets created through bonuses and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all, it drives players into stores. So it's, oh, play $20 online, get a $5 voucher that can only be redeemed at retail. In store, okay. And I it's see. this constant ecosystem of, or, you know, you have to, you can charge your account so you can go on, you know, online lottery and sure, you can upload $100 into your account. Yes. But if you go into a store and, buy the $100 voucher off of them, you get 
say, a 20% bonus on it. So you pay the agent the $100. The agent gets his 5% commission, just like you're buying $100 worth of scratch sure, tickets. Yeah. And when you get your voucher to upload online, that voucher's worth $120. Okay. So it drives people into the stores. So in every, and when I say every state, I mean every state that has this, this is what the numbers show. And okay. no one can show otherwise. So we're fi pushing forward. We, you know, we're hoping to, you know, I don't think it's a matter of if, it's definitely probably a matter of when. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, at some point, we don't want to get left behind. We don't want people, you know, we are the premier. We're the, like I said, we do over a billion dollars a year in profit. Fantasy sports, maybe $100 million for the state. So, you know, you know, at some point, and I think that's what, you know, and I think the Senate realizes this too. But I, to the Senate's, you know. Credit. Credit. Thank you. <laughs> Senate's credit, you know, they want to make sure we're doing it right. Yeah. You know, they have concerns about, you know, data protection and fraud and all that. Sure. And, you know. We're on board with that. Speaking of fraud, we only have about a minute left, yep. but is it a good idea to sign your lottery ticket once you get it? Absolutely. Really? Sign the okay. back of your ticket. Okay. You know, there's a spot there to put your yep. name, address. Um, you know, even if you do sign a ticket, doesn't mean it's necessarily yours. You know, something you know shady could have happened. But okay. that's the number one easiest way to protect yourself: sign okay. an address on the back of the ticket, so it's at least identifiable that you're you know involved with that ticket. Okay. All right. Really appreciate the opportunity to, to chat with you, and uh, please come by again. You're right in Quincy. Yes, right on the street. <laughs> uh, we put the uh, website up for the lottery uh, for folks to get more information, or they can certainly stop by your office in Dorchester, right? Yep, Dorchester and Braintree. And Braintree as well. All right. Good to meet you, and uh, thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. You are very welcome.